With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Matrix and Roadshow fans, we are back with another video. And I just finished watching The Sound of Freedom uh, probably about 45 minutes ago. And guys, I'm going to get right cut right to the chase. You have to see this movie. You really have to see this movie. This movie is powerful. I mean, guys, I don't get emotional in movies. Probably very, very few movies I've actually uh, teared up. I've never outright cried on a movie, but I definitely teared up doing this movie. Jim Caviezel is amazing, but honestly, guys, the true stars of this movie was the child actors. I mean, the young actors that actually played the brother and sister, they got to me. They got to me. And it, what's really amazing is I'm pretty sure that these kids were so young that they probably weren't truly told what they were actually acting out. You know, why is my character actually um, um, upset, emotional? What's going on? I'm pretty sure that they didn't tell these child actors because they're, they're pretty young. Hey, you're playing a character that's um, that has been a uh, sex trafficked. I don't think they told him that. I could be wrong. But I highly doubt that. But this movie was driven by the children. And it was actually pretty, pretty emotional, guys. And let's dive into this um, Rotten Tomatoes score right here. Now, take Rotten Tomatoes for what it is. But look at this. 99% with the audience. Everybody. Is singing the praises of this movie. And I agree with that. This movie was really, really good. Now, the movie only costs $15 million. That's it. And usually why the budgets of our movies get so big is because they put so much money in the CGI. Honestly, I don't think there was one CGI scene in this movie. Everything was like shot on location. Um, that's really not a whole bunch of um, action per se. In this movie. Actually, it took a while before even a gun was shot. I mean, it took probably, I don't know, an hour and a half before even a gun was actually shot. Yeah. And watching this movie. It kind of reminds me, I guess you can say of um, Miami Vice, but instead of uh, Crockett and Tubbs actually um, fighting on uh, drug lords. It's actually more like Sonny Crockett fighting uh, sex traffickers. That's the way I looked at it, because, you know, this actually is in um, South America. So also in California um, as well. Very, very powerful. 
Now, Jim Caviezel, he's a tremendous actor. You guys know that I'm a bit fan of The Passion of the Christ. Also, The Count of Monte Cristo. This movie right here may be the most important role he's ever played in his career. Because even at the end of the movie, don't walk out of the movie theater if you actually go see it. Because even on the movie screen, it actually tells you a special message. And they count down. It's like two minutes after the credits. Uh, not an end credit scene, but it's actually Jim Caviezel telling kind of the story behind this movie. He even says that the stars of this movie is really um the children. And he's at absolutely right about that. He also mentioned um, that they had a lot of problem actually getting this movie out. Really, we know why. Disney, when they bought 20th Century Fox, they just wanted to kick this movie to the curve. Angel Studios actually um, small company, not a big budget. So Jim Caviezel asked if you can actually go to this site right here, angel.com slash freedom to actually help someone else watch the movie. This is a very, very small company. And one thing I'm glad when, you know, when you go to movies and you watch a bunch of uh, movie trailers, it was actually quite a few trailers for Angel Studios. So they're kind of promoting themselves in this movie as well. And I like that. Now, guys, I was really, really emotional probably about the first 30 minutes of the movie, because it kind of sets up a lot of stuff with the kids. In in a nutshell here, this brother and sister. They. They are actually kind of approached by this uh, this lady who we find out used to be a model in Colombia. She goes to uh, their parents and. Um, says that, hey, your daughter looks like she can be a model and stuff like that. And so the dad brings him over to this um, hotel and he tries to come in and wait and see what's going on. And she said, no, no, no parents. Um, Come back at seven. We'll be ready to go. And he leaves and she's like taking pictures of them in front of the camera. Nothing, um, nothing out of the ordinary. I would say if you want to be a model. However, those pictures were actually used to traffic them. And the father comes back to the hotel at seven and nobody is there. So that is where the whole story kind of leads right there. There's going to be some spoilers in this here. They are. And Jim Caviezel. He's actually um, connected to that little boy because. At the beginning of the movie, he has a bus. He's working for it. I guess the DOJ or Department of Transportation, I don't remember exactly. But he actually busts this one guy that's actually trafficking kids. And one of the kids that he actually does traffic is actually the little boy. And Jim Caviezel does something very, very interesting to actually get the information that he wants from this guy. He pretty much. Let's the guy know that, yeah, I'm in the uh, department here. I'm doing my job. But, hey, I think like you 
And I was thinking, you know what? Are they going kind of like this 48 hours route, you know, with uh, Reggie and um, Nick Nolte's character? But what happened was he used the guy that he caught, let him out of jail for like a couple of days to actually set up another guy that had the little boy. And when Jim Caviezel's character named Tim Ballard, that's a real guy, by the way, that's who this is actually based off of. He gets the little boy because he has like a file say, hey, he's yours for like the whole weekend. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And then Jim Caviezel basically says, thank you. You're busted. And they arrest that guy. And then the little kid. He is so powerful with um, Jim Caviezel. Because that little kid, man, acting. Probably really didn't know exactly what was going on in this movie? It's probably not something you can actually tell a little kid. But the little kid basically says um, something on the nature of, um, I got a sister out there. Can you help her? That kind of thing. And that's what a movie actually really kind of goes into. It's more about trying to find a sister. And that's when it pretty much goes um, like full Miami Vice then. You know, he's undercover. He has his bit plan going down to Columbia. He's trying to act like he's a bit shot and he actually wants to um, start this whole trafficking. I don't want to say ring. Well, I guess I can say ring this whole trafficking ring where a bunch of bit shots can come over there. I mean, he wants to do a bit time. So you got he recruits these other people. Some of them actually used to be dirty. And this one guy used to be out there in the streets, you know doing his thing. And then he got out of prison, changed his life around. But what he does now, he's in a trafficking game. But what he does is he actually buys the kids back and sets them up in like safe houses and stuff like that. So that's where it goes. And the whole movie is really about him trying to hunt down who actually has the little girl. He actually saves like a group of like 50 people because he sets up this big island, and everything making, making it seems like he's a bit shot and there's a huge bus, but the girl's not there. Now this is where the movie kind of, um, it kind of, it's not bad. I don't want to say that. What am, what's the word I'm actually looking for here? I would say this is when the movie kind of, kind of gets, I'm still trying to find a word here. Well, let me tell you this. This is one area in the jungle in Colombia that's supposed to be like so, so dangerous. And this one guy says, hey, we can bring you to the river and that's it, because apparently people go down there um, and you may not make it out alive. It's supposed to be that dangerous. So he goes to the river and then the bit bad guy, I believe his name is um, like the scorpion or something like that. His guys capture him because he's going undercover as like a um, a doctor. 
So they bring him back to his boss. And then all of a sudden, for some reason, Jim Caviezel's character is nobody's really watching him. He's just kind of walking around and everything like that. Because, you know, he has his like medical stuff. He's not really a doctor, but I guess they kind of trust him in a way. But he does find the little boy's sister there. And boy, this scene almost got really, really emotional because. The little girl. Was really the set slave of the uh, the bit boss. And the bit boss is outside uh, with his uh, with his boys and playing the guitar and everything. And Jim Caviezel goes in there trying to rescue the little girl, but he wakes her up. And she screams and she's probably thinking, hey, those bad guys are coming back for me. It wasn't the case. Bad guy hears like a scream. And Jim Caviezel knows that they probably heard it. He says, tells the little girl, hey, do exactly what I say. Uh, Scorpion comes in and. He was like, well, why are you screaming? And she's like, well, I had a bad dream. And he's like, um, well, I can help you with that bad dream. If you guys know what I mean, Jim Caviezel was in there. I was like, oh, my God. Is he just going to because the reason why he said, tell me, do it exactly what I say. When he, when he told little girl, because he said that if they see me here, they're going to kill both me and you. So I was thinking, man, what is he going to do? Is he just going to let the bad guy take advantage of the girl? No, he doesn't. He fights the guy, kills him, and then they escape. However, when they do escape, they get they escape on the boat. And the Scorpion's bad guys are kind of like asleep at the wheel on watch. With the guns, seats right past him, gets into the boat. And yeah, they start shooting at him, but it's too late. They already got um, got away. So it was kind of like this place is so bad, but yet they're letting him walk around and he kind of escapes easy. I guess you can say, I guess that's my only complaint about the movie right there. But overall, guys, powerful, powerful movie. The message is so powerful. And Jim Caviezel actually says in a special message at the end that um, he wants this to be the Uncle Tom's Cabin of movies. Because Uncle Tom's Cabin, back in the 1800s, uh, Harry Beecher Stowe, that raised an awareness to the evils of slavery and really kind of led to the end of slavery. But however, right now they even tell you that today. There are more slaves in the world now than when slavery was actually legal. That is really, really powerful, guys. Powerful. This movie, I'm going to give it a nine out of ten. Just so good. And by the way, guys, let's go ahead and look at one more thing here before I forget. The box office on this movie. We got it right here. It's already gross. Almost $22 million. This is a $15 million movie. Maybe they put in. Let's just say $2 million in marketing. They're all in in this movie for probably um, $17 million. And the break even. The break even is probably. It could be $30 million. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But this movie will make money. Because people are actually going out and watching this movie because of word of mouth. Word of mouth is what's actually making people go see this movie. 
I didn't hear about this movie a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Rose didn't hear about it either, I think, until last week. Word of mouth is actually getting around and people are actually going to watch this movie. I highly, highly recommend, guys, that you guys go and see this movie. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Matrix and Roadshow fans, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time.